Oh, well. Carrie Job, good morning. It's Risenstein. It's Victory 91.5. You know, that song was in the final segment of that leadership conference on Wednesday. It's 4.30 in the afternoon and places, you know, a couple hundred pastors of significant churches around the country. Right. And they were weeping. Hmm. And that song will do it to you. It was it was as if we were all just reconnecting with hmm. who he is and what he's done. Wow. Really powerful. Really powerful. All right. Ray Haynes has been in all morning and he has been teaching on Rosh Hashanah and it's pretty amazing who God is, what he's doing, and the significance of all of the things that we've never even considered. Several people have written on the Risenstein Facebook page, wow, 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 <laughs> or is it bow, wow, wow? Uh, <laughs> it's either one. Wow, 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 the teaching this morning is so powerful, writes Tracy, what peace and comfort it brings. Somebody else said, I wish I was in an all-day class with you about these teachings. Well, you can be. <laughs> Posting them all up. They're all posted at the Victory Facebook page and at blog.victory915.com. Part 6. And this one, we're going to dig in a little deeper and get a little more prophetic look at it, too. The more practical side of this for the year ahead, mm -hmm. all right? So the Hebrew symbol, seven, represents a sword. So think about that. The most dominant concept in the he for the Jews, for the Hebrews, is seven is a sword. So 77 represents a two-edged sword. And in Scripture, we know that is the Word of God. Mm. The pictogram of the number seven looks like a sword because it's it's of a vav, which is the number six. Mm -hmm. which is basically a straight line, right. and a crown on it, all right, which mm -hmm. makes it look like the handle yep. of the sword. So because the letter Vav is used as a connector, like in the beginning God created the heavens and Vav, the earth, heaven and earth connect. Mm -hmm. So anywhere you have this, this connection here, it becomes important. So because that's the first uh, verse, it's, it's one of those ones that kind of overlook everything else. So... Because of that seven and the 77 there, uh, one of the significant meanings of seven is that God, for this year for you, is that God is calling us to our priesthood in Christ and to ruling and reigning mm -hmm. as kings in Christ. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Revelation. Jesus is described as the ruler over the kings of the earth, describes the church, has made us kings and vav priests to his God and Father, mm -hmm. Revelation 5, and has made us kings and vav priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. All right. So this year, uh, that is definitely a massively dominant kind of a concept because these are the promises of God. We need to understand just what they mean for us. A double seven there represents double rule, in other words, which is what Jesus taught us to pray. Your kingdom come, not just stay in heaven, but on earth mm -hmm. as it is in heaven, making 577 a year of God's kingdom coming to earth. Now, that doesn't have to mean in the biggest sense of the return of Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't think it means that. Mm -hmm. uh, or the, Because, again, the kingdom is within us. That's mm -hmm. really important right. to keep your concepts true, not let your mind go running here. Mm -hmm. The kingdoms of the earth becoming the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. So you're, you're looking at a year that has a lot of the hallmarks of revival to it. All right? Mm -hmm. Since the kingdom is within us, the first focus is to make our heart fully his. Mm -hmm. Just write that on your heart. First 
first order of this year. The Bible describes each of us as kings and priests. Now, that's a little odd because if everyone's a king, what's the point? <laughs> okay, if everyone's the ruler, who gets ruled? Uh, but there's more to being a king than ruling. That's right. That's right. That's you know, good. six years ago, uh, I had worked here 20 years, and God told me in the summertime that you're going to become the next manager. And I was trying to wrap my mind around that for months at a time. Didn't know Barry was going to pass away. But in that period of time, he said, I want you to study how kings ascend. And I went, okay. So I read First Kings and Second Kings, First Chronicles and Second Chronicles and studied mm -hmm. each of those. And what that did for me is... It put me in a place when it was time, when I was meeting with Dr. Walker and, and Arville Burrell, that he, he showed me every little thing to do that I would be in the right place at the right time, in the right position to be set in to become the manager. He did all that yeah. way ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And it didn't occur to me afterwards the, the significance that he looks at us because he says this in Revelation as kings and priests. So he's talking when he gives you a promotion, when he steps up, he's teaching, he's causing a person to ascend as a king, to become a king. Mm -hmm. And so one of the, I believe, real big revelations for us this year is what it means to be a king under the king of kings. And I'm just still chewing on this after six years later, but if Jesus is the king of kings, we need to grasp how kings give to kings. You see, kings give provision to those who mm -hmm. serve them, but kings give abundance mm -hmm. to other kings. Mm -hmm. It's a very different concept. They're trying to bless, not meet a need. For a king to consider what another king needs is an insult. Mm -hmm. Kings don't lack provision, they're a king. They understand their authority. So a king treats another king differently than he treats a servant. Right. right. Hope that makes some sense. Mm -hmm. So until you understand who God has made you by his death and resurrection, you will approach him wrong and petition him wrong. When you discover that God has made you a king on the earth, it may widen your calling and give you a sense of responsibility for meeting the physical needs of those around you, mm -hmm. not just the spiritual, mm -hmm. but that you, you may have a Joseph type of anointing in the season that's coming. When he began to walk in his authority, he saved, I mean, how many lives <laughs> did Joseph save because right. he walked in his authority and mm -hmm. his anointing? If you see yourself as just a man and by that you know, there is no language that separates men, women, children. It's a man, okay? Right. You see yourself as just a man, so a woman is a king as well, not a queen. Then you'll lack vision. If you're just a man, you're, you'll lack vision. If you see yourself as a king, you'll ask God to show you your domain, and then you can begin to ask him to increase it. If you're faithful with a little, he promises to give you more. See, increase is his idea. Right. So don't lose yourself in some kind of journey into prosperity there. It's, it's so much of a bigger picture there, okay? Mm -hmm. I just, always a warning. Disclaimer. because <laughs> People go running and they yeah. run into walls. All right, God's eyes are looking over the earth for two things, cup bearers and armor bearers. Yep. All right, cup bearers drink before the king to prevent the king from being killed. All right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So I want you to think about this in your place in the church. What is it that we have to deal for our king that you would consider him your pastor? Uh, gossip, offense, time burners, etc. They need to be dealt with by cupbearers, by the people that surround the pastor. All right? Wow. When you when you take the step to, to drink that first, a lot of times you can rather than running to the pastor and 
you can prevent that interruption. You can prevent that attack on their life. And mm. so that's where our job is as cupbearers this year. Excellent. Secondly, yeah. armor right. bearers. You know, just, just take a moment there. Because how many things happen in churches? Oh, good. Well, I Lo- need to speak to the pastor directly. Yeah. I need to complain <laughs> to him directly. I need to mm-hmm. voice my concerns directly. Think about your local church right now, wherever you are here in North Georgia. Mm-hmm. And think about anything going on in your church that could be considered conflict. How can that be avoided? Be the cupbearer. And, you know, Kelly does that for me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, if you try to call me, you probably won't get me. <laughs> because, I mean, you some some people will, but... Well, I'll, the, give, him, I'll give him your cell. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Just because she does that for me. She, mm-hmm. She's amazing in that role for right. me in especially in the radio station you'll call hi it's kelly you get a much happier answer than you'd get from me anyways right but she <laughs> will put you in the right direction and, mm-hmm. it, and it it causes things to flow better and let me just tell you this year as you go forward learn how to be a cupbearer for your pastor mm-hmm. and learn how not to be the opposite all right all right number one that's number two the armor bearer carried his own armor was a skilled fighter and carried the king's armor and cared for the king in battle Good gosh. Mm. That's a that's a pretty tough one right there. So, you know, that was my role. I took that on my on my own shoulders for Barry when I was here for the for those first 20 years. I, you know, I looked at every situation that you wouldn't have to worry about it, that everything would be in order, everything that would be done. I just carried that day after day after day. And I really believe that's why God put me in that position to make me a manager in, in, the, in the days before he would pass away. He began to work that towards that. And mm-hmm. I think he honors cupbearers and armor bearers in that way. Mm-hmm. So we need to invest our energy into the life and mission of the one God placed above us in ministry or work. They shouldn't have to bear alone the weight or concern for excellence. <laughs> you know, when you do that, it'll, I get to do that now for Pastor Don. Mm-hmm. What, and what, a, what an honor that is to, mm-hmm. when God puts someone in your life that's blessing you, that you can bless them back in that mm-hmm. way. So God is raising up men and women who will invest themselves mm-hmm. into another man's domain. Mm-hmm. If you have a goal, let it be to be faithful. There will always be those with more gifts and talents and strengths, but you can always be the most faithful. Mm-hmm. I challenge you this year, that's going to be a significant part. Wow. That is good. That is very good. Part 7 coming up. Hmm. The significance of Part 7? Uh, we're going to jump into 7s in Revelation. Well, hello. Wow. Hello. It's all posted at the Victory Facebook page, also at blog.victory915.com. Yeah, this is something you don't get anywhere else. And that's why we ask you to partner with us financially. And this is a great time of year to do that, a significant time of year in the calendar of our ministry. So would you pray with your family, pray with your business about supporting us financially and do that today, 770-781-9150, or give online at victory915.com. These kids- 